Hey Playa, welcome to another episode of You Can Be Somebody Great. I'm Josh from the YouTube channel, The Josh Speaks. I'll be your host and I wanna share with you guys a daily goal. So setting a daily goal is something I do kind of every single day to kind of get my head in the right space where I can work towards something, whether it's big or small, but I have something to work towards and I feel like it allows me to kind of strive for something, set a purpose for the day beyond just the things that I have to do normally. So today's goal is to practice non-attachment. So you might be asking, well, okay, what exactly is non-attachment? What I see non-attachment to be is in our day-to-day -day lives, we're so attached to different things like the outcome of something or gaining a material possession or being recognized for this title or this value or just having people see us the way we want, want to be seen. And practicing non-attachment is to kind of let go of these things that are causing us stress. Not let go of the things that we're striving for, but let go of the things that are causing us stress, right? And an easy way to go about that is to recognize that once you achieve this thing, once you gain this thing, uh, will you be a different person? And the answer is no. I mean, you have everything you need within you right now. And obtaining something is always good, but it doesn't change who you are who you are deep down in your core. So practicing non-attachment is to really connect with your inner self and to feel at peace and recognize that you have everything that you need. And anything you gain on top of that is just a beautiful and wonderful thing that's an add-on, an addition to it. So practice today's daily goal. Um, the format of the show basically is uh, people send in, their, people call in, I answer their questions. A lot of people that call in are teenagers, so this is a very teen-oriented show. Uh, but the advice, I think, works for everyone. So if you have a question, you can always call in and ask. Um, without further ado, I'm going to jump right into the questions. I know I got a lot of them over the last few days, so I'm going to try to get as many done today as I can. Hey, Josh, how did you feel when you first started high school? Hey RB, thanks for sending in the question. I think it's a really, really good one. So right now it's summer break for most people and that means when summer ends, they're going back to school. I know in your case, RB, you just graduated middle school, which is awesome, congratulations, man. And now you're going off to high school. So there's always this question of, well, what's high school gonna be like? Is it gonna be different from middle school? Is it gonna be harder? Is it gonna be easier to make friends, to find a girlfriend, whatever it may be? Um, for me, when I first started high school, I was really nervous. You know, I felt like being in middle school for three years, I felt like I understood the whole format. I, I knew people, I knew all the teachers, knew all the class, class faculty and stuff. So I felt like I had really, really dug my feet into the game in middle school and going into high school is uncharted territory. And you know, one of the things that I didn't realize until way after was that everyone else had the same exact feeling going in, right? Like, yeah, some people knew other people from their middle schools and stuff, but for the most part, everyone had the same nervous feeling of like, hey, I don't know what to expect. I don't know what this is gonna be like. Uh, people were afraid that they weren't gonna make friends or find girlfriends or, you know, do good in, 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 in the classroom work and stuff. So one thing I real realized was everyone had that same natural fear going in. And for me, if I can go back and change something, I would recognize that um, because we all share the same fear, it, I feel like it allows me to, uh, it, allow, it should have allowed me to move forward and to engage with people, to talk to them, to share how I felt and learn how they felt. Because in talking about my fears, uh, I think it would make it easier for me to recognize what I was really afraid of. And I think what I was really afraid of was change, right? This new setting, and we're always afraid of change. 
But once you realize that you're not doing this change alone, and that was something I wish I learned, that all these people were also encountering this change along with me. Once I realized that, if I would have realized that I wasn't encountering that change alone, it would have made it a lot easier for me. So, you know, in the first week of school, I didn't really talk to anyone. I was too nervous. I was afraid. I didn't know what to do. So it made that change a lot more difficult for me because I wasn't open to engaging with people. So, um, you know, you, you may still carry that fear into it and you may be afraid for the first few weeks of school because it is still new. It's a new environment you have to learn. But don't be afraid to try to make change. Talk to people. Turn to the kids sitting next to you in class and ask them what their name is. Ask them how their summer went. Be open to engaging with people because that's what's going to help you become way more and quickly acclimated to the high school environment. How do you deal with everybody being better than you at like a sport or academics or something like that when you're like the worst person at it? Just please. Hey, Ethan, I think that's a really powerful question. How do you deal with feeling like you're not good enough compared to others, whether it's in sports or in school or making friends or anything of that nature? What do you do if you just don't feel like you have what it takes to measure up to others? Right? This is a common, common feeling that a lot of people experience. And I think it's a dark rabbit hole that we sometimes pull ourselves into because you're always going to look around and find things that you think other people are doing better than you, right? It's, it's always going to happen. When you get older, you're going to compare your, you know, how you, while you do in class to someone else. When you, you, let's say you get older and you start a family, you're always going to compare, well, how is my family compared to that person's family? It's, it's something that's, that humans just kind of do. So, I know I'm kind of dragging that out, but okay, so what do you do about it, right? How do you kind of manage those feelings and manage those expectations? I think what's important is to recognize that everyone is on their own journey and what it takes is everyone has to take small steps, right? So something you feel you may not be good at right now, it really is a process of learning and practicing, learning and practicing over and over and over. And look, you may not be the best, let's say at a sport, let's say you play hockey. You may not be the best at playing hockey, but you know, the whole idea of it's not, it, it doesn't matter if you win or lose, it's how you play the game, right? You probably have heard that before. You probably thought, well, that's not true. It definitely matters if you win, you wanna win. Why it matters how you play the game is because how you play the game is how you learn to interact with others. So yes, you may win sometimes, yes, you may lose sometimes, but are you learning how to interact with others better, right? So I think that has to be the approach you take. So when you feel like you're not as good enough as someone else when it comes to, let's say, playing a sport, right? Ask yourself, well, am I interacting and learning how to talk to people better, how to play with them better? Are we learning how to have a fun game together? If you're learning those skills, then I think that's the biggest takeaway. Sure, sometimes you may win, sometimes you may lose, sometimes, you know, it just requires maybe a little bit more practice. Maybe you just gotta practice hitting the puck a few times, uh, or you gotta practice rollerblading better, or roller skating better, or ice skating better, however you're playing hockey. Maybe it's just a matter of putting in the time and practicing there. But the real takeaway is learning, uh, is recognizing, hey, am I learning how to interact with other people better? And if you are doing that, if you're learning how to communicate better, how to play better, how to play fairly, then you really are winning. You're walking away winning. So when you ask yourself, you know, I don't feel good enough, you have to change what your goals are. And I think it's important to set your goal around the idea of communicating and interacting with people better. When you do that, you'll kind of let go of this comparison idea that keeps plaguing your mind.
Hey Josh. Hey, I was wondering, how can I meet different people from like different s- cities and countries? Hey Ryan, I think that's a really good question. How do you meet different people from different cities and countries, right? So, I mean, look, the internet is a very, very big place, and there's lots of different communities out there and places for you to meet them.、Um, whether it's looking for Facebook groups of people in certain communities, there's Meetup.com. There, you know, YouTube is a place where you can find people in other countries that are making videos and leave comments and interact with them. So there's a lot of different ways to make friends that are kind of all over the world. You know, I, what I've learned from YouTube alone is that I've had people in India and China and Australia and England and all these different countries.、Uh, you know, places like Hawaii too, not a different country, but another place.、Uh, <laughs> California and Canada and. New Mexico, New Mexico, and Mexico, and all over the all over the world,、uh, people have reached out to me, send me messages, all because I make YouTube videos. So you know, one easy way to start meeting other people is maybe make videos. You might meet people over here on Anchor as you do more、uh, more in your Anchor station. So there's a lot of opportunities out there, Ryan, and I think that、uh, you know, if you just Go to different communities, use these different platforms, and find people. Leave comments, asking questions, get to know them. I think you'll start to see that meeting people is not that difficult, especially when it comes to meeting people all over the world. So before I get into the next question, I do want to share with you guys that I'm super excited because I finally finished my 20 Icebreakers Conversation Starters Guide. Right, so this is something that I've been working on for a while, and people have been asking me, "Hey, Josh, you do a lot of videos on how to talk to your crush and how to kind of work through the fear and build the confidence, but what do I say when I'm actually talking to them?" So I realized, hey, you know, maybe I should put together a guide of kind of these icebreakers, right? And what icebreakers are, are generally like questions that you can just. Pull from your, you know, question bank and ask, and use that to carry a conversation forward. So if you're ever in a situation where you have absolute, absolutely no clue what to say, or you feel like you're running out of things to say in a conversation, you can always pull from this list, the 20, list of 20 icebreaker conversation starters that I've put together,、um, and use those. And what I've done too is I've outlined when to use them, what's a good follow-up, and what's a good quick response if the person you're talking to really has nothing to say or gives you very little to work with. So I'm going to share that with you guys. I think I could put a link in the text here in Anchor. I'm going to see if that works. But otherwise, check it out. It's going to go out later today. Sign up for it and let me know what you think. Hi, Josh. I just want to thank you for all the stuff that you've done and helped my life progress with my dating, with your dating advice, and with my、um, self-help. So I want to say thank you to all that. Hey Russell, talk. Thank you so much for that, man. It really means a lot to me, and I feel really grateful knowing that I could be helpful in some way.、Uh, thank you for listening here on Anchor. Thank you for being a fan of my videos over on YouTube. I really, really appreciate it.、Uh, hey Josh,、uh, I don't have any friends. What do you do when you have no friends? How do you gain friends? Hey, what too simple? I know sometimes it can be really difficult to even approach the topic of how to make friends. And what I would honestly say is, you got to start at the basics. Maybe everything is small steps. So if you're in school, maybe one thing you can do is turn to the kid that's sitting next to you and ask him how their weekend was, or if they did anything fun. You can ask them what their thoughts are on a recent movie that just came out. Maybe so. Let's say a new Marvel movie just comes out, right? They're always coming out like 
every few months. Uh, you can ask them what their thoughts are on that. You can try to figure out what their hobbies are, what their interests are, and you can talk about what your interests are too. And I know it's hard starting from scratch, right? Not feeling like you don't have any friends, not knowing what to do initially. I think what it comes down to is that you have to try to take small steps, everything that you can, take your small steps to try to start that conversation, try to bridge that connection with someone else. Um, but I'd be curious to know what your current situation is. Um, are you in a situation where maybe it's difficult to talk to people in school? Do you, are you homeschooled and maybe you don't interact with other kids outside? Let me know what your situation is and I could probably give you more, more strategic, I think, and solid advice. But I would say start with that. Take those small steps and just turn to the person next to you and say, hey. Hey Josh, uh, my name's Jake. Um, I'm just, I'm just wondering, like, how to not be obsessed with, um, with getting a girlfriend because that's just kind of what I'm struggling with at the moment, and it's just, it's, I don't know, it's just really annoying. Thanks, Josh. Hey Jake, thanks for sending in your question. I know sometimes it's easy to fall into that mode where it's like. Everyone around you has a girlfriend and you just feel like ah, that's what you want too. you know You feel left out you feel like you're missing out on something or you know It's just not fair that you don't have a girlfriend. What's up with that? So I know that's a common common feeling and what I just want to say off the bat is that you know It's not so much about getting a girlfriend It really comes down to finding a person that you can connect with right and that you can build something with and that building really is sharing interests with each other and sharing your personality with someone else. So when we think about how to get a girlfriend, right? We always think, okay, well, what do I say? What's the right thing to say to get a girl to like me? And then I can ask her and she goes out with me. And it really becomes kind of this very logical sequence when we look at it like that. And I would say that logical sequence, when you try to apply to it, when you try to apply your mindset to that logical sequence, that's what generally leads you to feel like, Ugh, I feel bad because I don't have a girlfriend because these logical steps didn't happen in this order, right? I didn't get her to like me. She, I didn't get to ask her out. We didn't start going out. It didn't happen that way. Therefore, it's not working out for me or I can't get a girlfriend. Um, but I think relationships are a little bit more complex than that. And I think what it comes down to is any girl that you approach or try to talk to, always approach with the idea that you want to learn more about her as a person. Right? So let's say there's a girl in your class that you see that you think is attractive and you're like, she looks like, you know, she looks beautiful and I want to get to know her better. So in talking to her, you can always ask her what her hobbies are, ask her, you know, what she did over the summer, find out what her favorite movie is. And then, you know, like keep asking those type of questions to learn about her. And the more you learn about her, that'll help you see, hmm, I really connect with this girl. I really get along very well with her. And in that process, share things with her too. Now it's after you do that process of sharing with each other, that's when you guys will start to see, hey, I connect well with this person, they connect well with me, and then you can lead it to something else. So, you know, if you break out of the logical sequence of how do I get her to like me, then I have to ask her out, and you just focus on let me just connect with her. And as I learn more about her, if I really start to like her, then I can lead into asking her out. But, you know, it's it's more go with the flow that way rather than like I don't have a girlfriend, what do I do to get a girlfriend? I need to ask a girl out, she needs to say yes. If you break out of that system and you just go with the flow and just learn about people, learn about girls that you're attracted to, learn about their interests, I think you'll break out of the mindset of feeling bad that you don't have a girlfriend and you'll be more open to the idea of when I find a girl that I really connect with, 
She's the one I'm going to want to ask out. Hey Josh, um, you said I, sh I'm I'm high school, so I should, um, stick to the high school like girls. But what if like you you already graduated and you're repeating? Um, um, what do you think, Josh? What is your opinion on that? Is it still qualified for like dating between um if you're middle school dating in middle school and if you're in high school? dating in high school what do you think hey Ryan thanks for following up I think in your case here or in anyone's case that's similar um, if you've been left behind or if you advance even a grade let's say um, I would still stick within the same school range because you guys are still focusing on the same things in terms of your day-to-day -day and what you're doing for school so I wouldn't think too much about the, the details and specifics of it if you're still within the high school range stick within that and I think that'll be okay Hey Josh, how do you know if a girl's interested in you if all of her friends say that she wants to be with you and stuff like that, but when she sees you, she looks like she has absolutely no interest in me? Hey Dr. O, thanks for sending in the question. I think it's a really good one because what it touches on is this idea of being nervous around someone that you like, which seems to be the case maybe with this girl. It sounds like if her friends are telling you that she likes you and you know when she's around you maybe she isn't making eye contact or she isn't really having any kind of conversations with you or just even acknowledging that you're there, it may just be that she's too nervous to do it. And what it comes down to is you maybe stepping up talking to her, initiating the conversation with her, and really pushing that forward. You know, a lot of times um, when people like other people, uh, they may wait. You know, sometimes they like to wait and see, okay, well, let me wait for a sign to see whether or not that person likes me back. And instead of acting, they're kind of waiting to be reactive. And I think when you're waiting to be reactive, nothing happens, right? So in her case, she may just be waiting to be reactive here. And if you're waiting to be reactive and she's waiting to be reactive, then guess what? No one is taking the initiative. So if her friends are telling you one thing, I would say go for it, man. If you think she's cute and you like her, you want to get to know her better, push forward and ask. You know, be persevere, be, be persistent here and see where things go. It sounds like her friends will be on your side. So it sounds like you're, gonna, you're in a good place, man. And on that note, I want to say thank you so much for listening to my station. If you enjoyed what you heard here today, you can always favorite my station so you can know the next time I post something, which will be tomorrow. Um, and on that note, I'm just going to wrap up today's episode. I want to say thank you guys so much for sending in your questions. I feel like you asked some really awesome questions today. And there's a bunch more sitting there that I'm going to get to tomorrow. Um, I just want to kind of keep it concise and tight uh, each episode. But yeah, I mean, I'm really happy with what we're doing here on Anchor. I think... You know, this is an awesome platform. It's a great way to reach, wait, let me repeat that. <laughs> a great way to reach people. And I'm really excited for what we're going to do moving forward. So thank you guys for checking out this episode. And like I always say, I truly, truly believe that you have everything it takes to be somebody great. So keep on pushing forward, work on your confidence skills, build your compassion, and be mindful of your day-to-day -day interactions. And that way, guys, you'll always work towards being your best self. As always, love and peace.